Please hold. An associate will be with you shortly. Da 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 da. Do 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 do. It's like the emo version. I want to dance with you tonight. <laughs> Cause tonight will be the night. <laughs> Yo, that song's a banger, dude. That song's a banger. I don't care what anybody says. It's an honor to hear that song when I'm on hold. When I'm ca- when I'm calling to get my test results back, it's an honor to hear that song. <laughs> When I'm calling the courts to figure out my sentence, it's an honor to hear that song. <laughs> when my card got charged $20,000 in Colombia from American Express, it's an honor to hear that song. I'm like in the ba- I'm in the worst mood when I whenever I call anybody that I have to be put on hold. I'm calling my credit card, right? I'm like, yeah, there's a there's just an unknown charge for $19,726 that hit three in the morning in Colombia. I don't know. They're like, we'll be with you one second, Mr. Macias. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, it's not that bad. I'm like, I hope they give me my money back. But you know what? At this point, you know, I hope whoever used my credit card spent it wisely. And I guess it was kind of my fault for kind of leaking my credit card information and my social security on the dark web. I guess it is my fault. <laughs> I just like I just accepted I hang up. I'm like, that was a fun experience. <laughs> I hate getting put on hold, man. Screw that. Hell, I don't even call anymore, dude. I like how I, I love. Listen, I'll only sign up for something if I can cancel it on the website. I, it's like I'm not gonna send you an email. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hop on the phone and justify why I'm canceling. Because they're always gonna try to save you. They're always gonna try to save you. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Well, how about I give you three free months and let me lock you in on that offer, Mister Macias?" You know what's funny to me? For all those people out there, all the millions, millions of people who pay full price for SiriusXM satellite radio. You know what I do? I've been doing it since I was 21, 16 years. I can't believe I was 21, 16 years ago, and they still card me, by the way. <laughs> They're like, are you sure you're 21? I'm like, I, yeah, I, I, I'm sure, you know. Still carding me, acting, looking, acting. They're trying to, I think they're trying to sweeten my, they're trying to boost my ego. They're like, oh, are you 21, sir? Trying to get my money. Like, hey, get in there. Get in. Go buy some drinks. Let's need some shots, you young, you young son of a gun. Get in there. But listen, SiriusXM, are you kidding me? Every time, listen, first of all, every time I'm about to be charged SiriusXM, I delete my account and I create a new email address and I create a new account because they give you three months free. You know how much money I saved with free trials, extended free trials by just creating a new email? I've probably saved thousands of dollars on like YouTube TV, Hulu Live TV, Fubo TV, NFL, pl- every platform I utilize every free month offer they have. But here's the trick on SiriusXM. They're going to try to charge you like 12 bucks a month, which is fine, right? Not that big of a deal. But if you like call them and say, you know what, I want to cancel, there's going to be some lady on there, some guy, most of the time it's a lady in my, my experience, 
There's going to be a lady on the phone who's going to say, well, I can get your offer down to $4 a month for every channel. So every time you call in, they will lower your rate from $11.99 to like $4.28 every month just by calling. They'll lock you in for two years. They're like, is $4.28 authorized every month on your card? Okay. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. Thank you. And they're like, well, you're a valued customer. I'm like, thank you. And then boom, I'll I'll lock it in for two years at that price. Once that once it's up, I'll cancel it. And then I'll do a three-month trial. <laughs> and the cool thing about that is too, they'll retroactively credit your account. If you paid like three months of $12 a month and you but you basically paid 36 bucks, and then you hop to that new plan. They'll just they'll, they'll just put the 36 or like whatever the difference is, they'll put it on your account. So then all of a sudden you get like six months free. You're like, oh, I guess I already paid $36. That's like a full year. <laughs> That's the trick, guys. I think what it comes down to is people are just too lazy to like go through all the hoops. And by, I'm not broke by any means, but it's fun to have extra money saved up. You know what I mean? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'll have Peacock. And a lot, listen, here's another little secret. Like Peacock and Paramount Plus, get the free month, right? And then when you're about to cancel after that free month, it's going to say, we don't want to lose you. Here's another month free. So you do that every time you create a new email address. <laughs> I have so many variations on email addresses. It's like drewdaddy at gmail.com. It's like drewzaddy at yahoo.com. It's like icecoldboppy at gmail.com. I have like Drew is cool at like AOL. I started going AOL now. <laughs> hey, I didn't even realize AOL was still a thing until I typed it in Google. N- create free email account. And it's an AOL. I said, okay, all my ones that I have for Google, all the 30 emails I have for Google, now I'm going to start using for AOL. And I only use these accounts. I run through all the platforms. Once I've ran through all them, never use the account again, lose the password, don't even use it. I have two I have two email addresses, my work and my personal, that I never give to any account. Then I have another one that's like intermediary. If there's something that's like, okay, this looks cool, maybe 30% off promo on the first order, whatever, I'll give them that one. So that one's kind of relevant, but I'm never going to share my real email address. Oh, hell no. I already made that mistake. I already made that mistake for my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've been going on I've been going on TikTok too and just putting videos of myself just begging for listeners. <laughs> I'm not begging, I just say stupid stuff on there. I'm like, hey, listen to my podcast, man. Listen to my podcast, man. Give me a chance. Believe in me. Believe in me. There's a lot of great comedians out there, but I'll be real with you in terms of comedy, there's only a few good ones. And they all talk, I told you, they all talk about the same shit. They're like, oh, how about that Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing? (laughs) It's like right when the pandemic was over, every comic was like, pandemic jokes. And I'm like, dude, how hard is it to be a comedian? I think it would be hard, right? Just the nerves, having something planned and then delivering it in front of a crowd. I think that's, that's the challenging part. But like doing that and then having great material and being witty so difficult. So I always applaud people um, who are able to do it successfully. And then I kind of get pissed off when you have this great reputation, and then you do a podcast 
and the energy is not there. You're fumbling around with the sound. You're 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 fumbling up with the news. You're forgetful. You can't remember easy shit to remember. I'm like, bro, pick up the pace. <laughs> so I hope when you guys listen to my podcast, the pace is picked up. You guys are like, all right, it's time for time for Drew's podcast. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Speaking of which, here's the intro. I already had music playing, but here's the real music, baby. Here's the waiting music. Here's the on-hold music for my podcast. Welcome to episode 24. Like freaking Kiefer Sullen, 24. New episode, 24. Such a good freaking show. Jeez. I started watching it way late though. Once I worked at Blockbuster, I was like renting the DVDs. Like we would rent like episodes one through eight, like on DVD. People just be renting seasons. This was before streaming. I'm like, bro, that was expensive back in the day. <laughs> to rent like a full season, you'd have to rent like three DVDs. It cost you like $10 to watch one season of 24. It's like, this week on 24, Jack Bauer goes against all the odds. He's like, I have a mission. (laughs) Well, I forgot what even day it aired on. It was like, after the OC, Jack Bauer gets personal. (laughs) I love those things. It's like, after the OC Friday. Oh my gosh, I love the movie trailer, dude. And then the show trailer guy. And then even when you listen on the radio, it's like, it's like, hey, we'll be back with the show, uh, K95, the source. And then it's like, this week, uh, these people do not know what they what they got into. <laughs> the, the clock's ticking. Jack Bauer is 24. Thursday o'clock, Thursday nine o'clock, Fox. <laughs> I'll be like so hyped up listening to the radio. I'm like, damn, 24 is going hard this week. <laughs> another bomb, another like incident. Uh oh, is is Jack finally gonna meet his match? <laughs> oh my gosh, man, I love that stuff. I love building hype, man. Everything. Everything hype. They all even hype up like the most boring games on NFL. It'll be like AFC West Showdown. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell and the Las Vegas Raiders look to make some noise at home against Easton Stick and the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> AFC West. Two bloodthirsty teams. One winner. <laughs> Thursday night football. Don't miss. It's like Carrie Underwood. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday night football. I also do Sunday night sometimes. It's like Snoop Dogg, too. He's like, yo, yo, yo. Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night football. Yo, yo, yo. Snoopy D-O double jizzle. Yo, yo, yo. 
<laughs> Yo, that Monday night football intros actually goes kind of hard. It's like, I can see it coming in leaves. It's like Chris Stapleton doing uh, that freaking song. I can't, I can't even do, I don't even know anything. I am like that forgetful dude I'm making fun of. Can't remember shit. I've been waiting for the moment for all my life. And then Snoop Dogg pops on. He's like, yeah, football coming to you, Snoop Dogg. I like the shrooms. He's like saying some weird stuff on there. I'm like, what is he rapping? He's like, he has the whole West Coast behind him. In like lowriders, he's like, Snoopy deal, double jizzle. He has like a blunt on his ear. I'm like, damn, is this good for Monday Night Football? Little kids. Is this good for Monday Night Football? He's like, moms, what's that behind his ear? It's like, it's a roach, honey. <laughs> but I get hyped. I'm like, oh, the, the matchup's always garbage this year because everyone thought all these teams that suck were going to be good. People thought Kenny Pickett was going to be good this year. <laughs> They're like, hey, I was talking to my buddy Drew, who's a Steelers fan. He's like, everyone in preseason was talking about Penny, Penny, Penny Pickett. No, Kenny Pickett. They were talking about him. He was like throwing darts. But I'm like, it's preseason. Nobody's playing. Who cares if he threw an 80-yard dart to George Pickens? Who cares? Put it in the opening week for Niners just he got cooked. I'm like, so the NFL is like, hey, Kenny Pickett, this guy's going to be a star. Ooh, Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets going to make some noise this year in the AFC. Ooh, third-year coach Brandon Staley's going to, and Justin Herbert, they're going to make some noise in the AFC West this year. Give Patrick Mahomes a little run for his money. All those teams suck. Now we got we got like Joe Flacco dominating every week. Brock Purdy, the system quarterback, dominating every week. Even Mahomes sucks this year. Mahomes running around crying. Hey, man. Hey, they call off signs. Oh. Kelsey just, Kelsey. Ever since Kelsey got with T-Swift, I knew my fantasy team was doomed. Because I got Mahomes, and I'm like, bro. Bro. First his brother, now Taylor. Like, bro can't catch a break, dude. <clears throat> Once his brother got arrested, Mahomes started playing real good last year. <laughs> now we just need, like, Taylor or Kelsey to get arrested. Then Mahomes or his brother just to, like, go back to, like, get in, do, do another incident where, he, like, he, like, assaults somebody. and like, just do that. And then Mahomes will, like, stop getting distracted and, like, start throwing his normal, like, three to four touchdowns per game. Because this year it's, like, we're lucky if Mahomes throws one touchdown in a game. He'll be like, hey, get open. Just chuck it. Just close his eyes and chuck it. It'll be picked. <laughs> I told I told everybody in my fantasy football league, I was like, watch, I'm going to draft Mahomes. He's going to suck this year. And if I don't draft him, he's going to be an MVP again. So I was hoping, listen, it my, the way my brain works, I'm like, all right, I'm going to draft Mahomes this year. And if he sucks, boom, the Chargers are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> But if he's good, hey, I got him on my team. I'm not mad about it. It turns out the Chargers suck and and Mahomes sucks. I'm like, come on, dude. Come on, dude. Vegas just taking my money, dude. I, I bet, like, I did a parlay. I got, like, one out of six teams, right? I'm like, oh, man. I'm done. It's my first time betting on any sports this year, last week. And I just got spit roasted. <laughs> I got chewed up. 
spit out onto the street, and then I got ran over by a semi. A semi? A semi-truck. I got ran over by an 18-wheeler. Are these really 18-wheelers out there? That's a lot of wheels, bro. Like those F-650s like that got like eight wheels on them. Like, bro, what is your... What are you doing? Why do you have why do you have like nine wheels on your car? Why do you have nine wheels? You don't even dr- like where are you going that you need that big of a truck? It's like one guy. It's like a family of three. It's like a little kid and then like just so much space in the back. Just cruising around. It's black smoke shooting out of the back. I'm like, what are you doing? What's your end game? A lot of people, a lot of people in my neighborhood right now drive big trucks. I'm like, why? You're one man. Why do you need that much space? <laughs> drive like a Fiat or a smart car. Be a little bit, be, be logical, be economical, man. Yo, let's, hey, 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 let's, let's switch it up, guys. Let's switch it up. Let's talk about big news this week. Big news coming out. This week, not in my life, (laughs) not in my life, but guys, Taco Bell (laughs) re-released out of the vault, the double-decker taco. Can we talk about this for a little? (laughs) Listen, I'm uh, I'm justified, okay? I'm allowed to talk about Taco Bell on my podcast because guess what? I'm a former family member. <laughs> Yo, we used to, I used to work at Taco Bell when I was in high school. I worked there for a year. We used to put signs on the wall. It's like, join our familia, now hiring. <laughs> it was always plastered on there, never changed. I looked around, I'm like, we're always hiring? <laughs> and we were. We're all, the turnover rate at Taco Bell is wild, man. Yo, but that's big news, man. Like, that's my favorite item on the Taco Bell menu. The double-decker taco and the chicken quesadilla. Those are my, those are me. You can't beat, you can't recreate a double-decker taco. You can't. The first time I had that, when I was a kid, I entered another realm of taste. And now you see this man with eclectic taste standing before you, speaking his mind. No, but seriously, I think I've been to Taco... I went to Taco Bell two times in the last week. And I'm just getting the double-decker tacos. I'm like, you know what? I'm a little hungry. I live right next to one now. Like, I could walk there. (laughs) And that's dangerous. I'm like, Taco Bell's only a minute drive away. Give me some double-decker tacos. Uh, man, that's that item is elite. I can't talk about it enough. If you guys never had the Double Decker Taco, I recommend you go there and you order it. So a Double Decker Taco is basically just a hard shell taco with beef, cheese, tomato, lettuce inside. And then there's a soft, soft shell taco wrapping on it with beans in between. So it's like this burrito taco and it's the taste is out of this world. Um, and yeah, guys, I've mentioned it. I used to work at Taco Bell. I did drive through. Like I didn't, I, it was my first job. They're like, yeah, hop on drive through. And I've actually eventually became really good at that job. I got really good at Taco Bell. <laughs> I would be like memorizing orders. I, I'd be like taking orders for the dining room on the speaker, talking to them while I'm talking to the people in the front. 
I'm like, oh, so you want a burrito supreme and an enchilada? Okay, cool. With a large Coke, I got you locked in. Take their payment. Be like, welcome to Taco Bell, home of the bean and cheese burrito. My name is Drew. How can I help you today? They'll be like, yeah, I want the. They'll be naming like 18 like freaking combos. They'll be like, I'll have the number one with the uh, extra large. I'll have a three minus cheese. I'll be plugging that in, dude. I'll run over there, plug it all in. <laughs> I was the cool. I was a cool drive-through guy too. I gave people free drinks a lot. Sometimes that sometimes guys would come in and I'm like, and I didn't smoke weed. This was on a high school. I didn't smoke weed in high school. I didn't even drink. <laughs> but there'd be people, they looked under the influence coming through drive-thru. And they'll be like, hey, bro, can you hook it up with a free drink? I'm like, I got you. Code red, XL plastic cup, I got you. Light ice, I got you. Some of like the the older, the older women who worked there in the line who like built all the food, they would side-eye me. And they didn't speak English, but they would side-eye me. As they saw me giving, I'd be like, oh, yeah, they'd be like, they'd be like cuddling up, talking about me. <laughs> Some, hey, sometimes, sometimes we'd be short staffed on the line, right? We usually have like two or three people just making, like one person like puts the meat in the burrito. The other person puts all the stuff in it. The third person folds it and like grills it for like the grilled stuff burrito. They'd be like, we'd have like a full line of people building these things out. And I never wore gloves. I was on drive-thru. I'll be typing that in. But I remember a few times, and like it might sound a little gross, but I'm sure it's happened a lot. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be wearing gloves, but there'd be like a it'd be a mad rush, right? Just like all of a sudden a line of like 10 cars. I'm like, uh-oh. And my job, they only put me like on they put me on Thursday through Sunday nights. I'd be working all the night shifts, all these weird people coming in. But there'd be times where we have like one person on the line when we needed three, we short staff, they'd be on breaks. I'd have to run in there and I'd have to like help make the food after handling money and touching the keys on this thing. My hands were filthy. And like, I didn't know where the gloves were. I just started wrapping. I remember wrapping burritos. Not Nobody taught me how to wrap a burrito. I just folded it like a, like a taquito. <laughs> And wrapped it up. I remember one of the ladies looking at me. Her name's Alma. She looked at me side eye like, what is this guy doing? Tacos were easy, right? Because you can't, you need to fold a taco. But I put hella meat in there. So I hooked people up or I screwed people. <laughs> I think I mentioned it. Damn it, I can't remember if I told the story or not. But one time I had this lady on drive-thru, right? And we we're short-staffed. It was, it was actually, it was like a Sunday. It was like, it was like 2 p.m., and I was on drive-through. We had one lady working the line, and this this lady ordered a bunch of food, right? So I had to help on the line. And I remember I helped like put the burritos into not only fold the burritos, but wrap them properly in the wrapping. And that there's an art to that too. I wrapped both horribly. I just picked one side and wrapped it like a rug. <laughs> and this lady, for some reason, didn't roll her window down all the way. She didn't roll her window down all the way. She cracked it. Like it was like maybe 30% open, 40% open, just enough for her to reach her hand out for the for the payment, the card, and then to accept food and then roll her window back up. And I'm thinking to myself, why is this lady doing this? But whatever. So I gave the lady back her credit card and then I started handing her food. <laughs> and the burrito that I folded, I didn't put it in her bag. It was next to the register right there. And I was like, uh-oh. 
So I handed her the bag of food. She took it. And I said, oh, hold on. You still got to get this burrito. So I grabbed the burrito that I wrapped, right, horribly, right? And I tried I give it to her through the little opening of her window. And as she grabs it, she grabs it by the edge and the whole thing unravels. And like the meat and the cheese just flop all over her shirt. <laughs> it like it looked like it hit her face at first, but like it didn't hit her face. And then she was so pissed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. They like wrapped it. I gave her a large drink. We like wrapped up another burrito for her. Gave her some napkins. I never saw that lady again. <laughs> but to my defense, I'm like, why is your window cracked? And also, yeah, nobody trained me. And also that burrito, it's it's almost a blessing that you didn't eat that because I just handled like a bunch of weird, dirty, like bills, right? <laughs> And I didn't wash my hands. I didn't. The sink was on the opposite end. You would think they put a sink right next to the line. No, they put that all the way at the back next to the freezer. You got to walk like a hundred steps to get there. And like, I'm in a rush. I'm typing. I'm typing. I'm, I'm like, I'm blaming it on the system. They can't expect a drive through guy to also make the food. And then we had this guy there. We had this guy who was like, I guess my work buddy. I never hung out. I never trusted hanging out with him outside of work because he looked a little bit sketchy. But his name was Freddie. <laughs> and he I'm not kidding with you guys. He was one of the he was he was like a cook and he helped on the line sometimes. But he he would go in the back, prepare the beans, prepare the chalupa shells in the deep fryer, whatever he had to do. And then I'd see him, he'd reach his hand, he'd reach his bare hand into the chicken, the, the chicken chunks that they had. He'd reach his hand in there, grab a handful of chicken, and just throw it in his mouth. Lick his fingers. I'm like, what is going on? I said, bro, ew, what are you doing? He's like, I'm eating, bro. Like, the chicken's good. I'm like, no, you can't just handle food like that. Because guess what? They're going to get whatever chicken you didn't touch. Now there's a little stuff on it. You're going to feed it to someone else. So be careful when you go anywhere. <laughs> Any fast food restaurant, except for probably In-N-Out and Chick-fil-A, they do not follow regulations. They're like, oh, you want ranch? Okay, I'll give you some ranch. <laughs> Never trust like a condiment that's like they're, they're filling themselves. Like the pack, the little packets, you're good. But if they're filling like something up for you, you're like, oh, I don't know what they put in this. <laughs> Why are there bubbles in this one? This is not, uh, still tastes like ranch, whatever. <laughs> but it was wild because um, when you work at Taco Bell, like I got a, I got a better job. It paid me a dollar fifty more an hour at Sports Chalet. That's why I left Taco Bell. And it was weird too because I didn't quit Taco Bell. Like, I wanted to work there part-time because I got food, and it was right next to my house. But Sports Chalet was, like, the cooler job, right? I had to go to, like, a group interview, and there was, like, 30 people in my group, and I, I'm the one who got the job. I'm like, I don't know how I did that, but it's awesome. So I'm going to do that job all the time. So, and I'm like, I still want to work at Taco Bell. One time I went to Taco Bell after I'd started at Sports Chalet. I worked at Sports Chalet, like, 30 hours a week, and I Taco Bell, like, 12 hours a week. So I went to Taco Bell. And my manager pulled me aside. He spoke no English. And he wasn't the guy who originally hired me. That lady left. This guy was named Francisco, and he took over like a month prior. 
And he said, how, he, he looked at me and said, how come we are low on, uh, he sounds exactly like Al Pacino. <laughs> no, no, why do I make that voice? No, be like, we low, we low on cups. Why are we low on cups? He said, why are we low on cups, like plastic cups? And I'm being honest with you guys, I gave away a lot of free cups and I guess they did inventory. I guess they did inventory on plastic cups. I'm like, bro, give me a break. I probably gave away one large free drink, a shift, and I worked four times a week. So I probably gave about 50 free drinks to people. <laughs> and like nobody told me it was bad. I mean, I saw this other dude putting his hand in the chicken. I saw this other guy used, I guess, work used to work at talk, used to work at the location I worked at. He I never, I never like overlapped him. He like left, and then like two weeks later I got hired. He would come in and be like, he would just get a full meal for free from the manager. A full meal. He'd come in. They wouldn't register. He'd be like, yeah, make, he'd be like, burrito y, like taco. Like, this guy would get like this, like eight items for free. And then I never see the register open. I'd be like, what are you guys doing? Who is this guy? And he remember one time he's like, hey, bro, like, I used to work here. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> no, but this guy pulls me in the back and he says, like, Where, why are the cups so low? And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, clock out, go home. And I said, what? And like, he, like, they fired me. I'm thinking about it now. I got fired from Taco Bell because the cups were too low. There was no explanation. But I was like, screw it. Like, you're only getting, I was only getting like anywhere from like seven to 10 hours per week at Taco Bell. And that was preventing me from being full time over at Sportulate. So I just went to full time Sportulate and said, screw this place. And honestly, I hated working at Taco Bell. Like, I was fine in it, but it was so stressful to get paid $7 an hour. <laughs> that was what I was getting paid, $7, $7.25 an hour to do drive-thru. That's That should be illegal. I'm working harder than, like, somebody getting paid, like, 90 grand a year salary. <laughs> I was working hard, stressed the whole time. The memorization, the hospitality, the skill set I gained from that, the self-confidence... I remember right when I first got hired, it's my first ever job, and I'm coming off a very insecure. I was still in high school. I was in the thick of it. I was very insecure. And I remember I was helping the first ever customer in dining. They walked into the dining room. And I was with my coworker, and he's like, all right, you're going to ask them, you'll greet them, and then ask them, you know, what, what they would like to order. And I remember looking down and, like, at the, like, the keypads and be like, I'm going to help you. And he looked at me and he said, you got to have, you got to be more confident than that. Have a little more confidence than that. And that shook me up even more. And I was like, welcome to uh, uh, the customers looking at me like, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I'm like, welcome, welcome to Taco Bell. Um, what would you, how can I help you? And they're like, yeah, like a bean and cheese burrito. And like they, they laid out a pretty sizable order. And he's showing me each one. So you're going to press this. You're going to press this. You're going to press this. It's so easy. Literally, somebody says Burrito Supreme. You have a Burrito Supreme button. Somebody says Heart Shell Taco. You have a Heart Shell Taco button. Any item menu, you have a button. There's a plus or a minus, And then they have a little area for like condiments. Like onions, cheese, chicken. And then a minus or a plus. You can like, oh, I want extra beef. You hit plus. It's easy. It equals and it gives you the total. But, like, I remember the first customer, they're like, I was so insecure. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even make eye contact. I fumbled through the first week. I'm like, is this for me? Is this for me? <laughs> then all of a sudden, I became an expert at it. Sometimes wear my hat backwards. Yeah, I have a little Taco Bell hat. 
I wore my hat backwards with the headset on. I was just like, I was like in my, I was like in my element. I'd make up stuff. We'd always have promotional items of like, okay, we have the chicken quesadilla like promoted. Oh, we got, we got uh, the Enchirito promoted. Sometimes I'd just spruce it up a little bit. I'd be like, hey, welcome. Uh, thank you for coming to Taco Bell. My name is Drew. Uh, would you like to try the bean and cheese burrito? Ooh, oozy, goozy, gooey uh, frijoles with a little bit of queso wrapped in a warm flour tortilla. How could you not order this? So I'd be like, no, 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 I don't want any of that stuff, man. Can you get me? And I'll be like, okay, maybe I can't do this. Like I was trying to be a comedian over the over the headset. People were like, dude, hey, bro, I just want to give me the people at Taco Bell. They know what they want and they don't want they no frills. That's how I'm at. Somebody's trying to be like, hey, can I interest you in a cheesy, gooey gordita crunch with the, all the flavor you'd expect out of a taco mixed with a quesadilla? It's going to blow your socks off. I'd be like, dude, shut up. Give me a chicken quesadilla and two double decker tacos. And like one of those, those churro chips you have. <laughs> And a extra large Mountain Dew. I remember when I worked at Taco Bell, and I guess this episode is going to be all about Taco Bell, because guess what? Why not? But when I worked, I never got to go to Taco Bell growing up. You know what's crazy? I never went, I never, not once, went to Taco Bell before I worked there. Not once. I had no idea of what I was missing out on. And you know the reason why is because Taco Bell carried only Pepsi products. They were Pepsi, the Yum brands that did like Panda Express and like Taco Bell, they were all Pepsi. And Taco Bell has like a lifelong partnership with Pepsi Cola and like Frito-Lay. That's why I see the Doritos stuff and all Pepsi. But I never got to drink Pepsi growing up because my dad worked for Coca-Cola. My dad worked for Coca-Cola for many years and he was like a lifer. So it was like blasphemy for me to drink Pepsi. And I didn't realize Pepsi was tasted better. <laughs> and they had Mountain Dew, which is maybe the best soda of all time. Coke had like, Coke was better. Like Coca-Cola and Sprite was better. But all the other drinks that Coke had sucked. They didn't have Gatorade. They had all these knockoffs. Pepsi was like, all right. So when I started working at, at Taco Bell, a new world opened up for me. <laughs> A new bright world, not only of food, but of soda. I remember I'd get the little drinking, like the little water cups, and I'd have that filled with Mountain Dew Code Red for the whole shift. That was probably, those were like maybe six ounces. I probably had 10 of those per shift. So I drank 60 ounces of Code Red. And then sometimes I would do, what do they call it, a suicide? I'd do all the flavors. I do every flavor in the fountain drink machine and then drink it. <laughs> and then people would come in the drive-thru and they'd ask for the craziest stuff. They'd be like, can you mix like Dr. Pepper's Mountain Dew, please? And I'm like, your wish is my command, sir. I've tried that flavor and I love it. <laughs> it's a very citrusy Dr. Pepper. Very caffeinated Dr. Pepper. You're going to love it. Taco Bell is wild, man. But yeah, I guess, you know, come to think of it, I think they let me go. I went in a week later because they like they called me. One of the other managers called me who spoke English. I'm like, hey, can you get your final check? And I'm like, okay. So I went in there, got my final check, and I looked around. I'm like, why did it? Why am I not allowed to work here anymore? What I do? <laughs> I'm like, you're here giving away free meals to people, and you're getting mad that I give away a free drink every so often. 
when like somebody's really nice to me, they're like, hey, bro, look it up, dog. I'm like, I got you, dude. And you're letting you're letting Freddie dip his his sweaty his sweaty filthy fingers in the chicken. So I left, man, and I was like, screw this place. Never went back to that location. I'd go to the other Taco Bell. There's one like like a half mile away from the one I worked at. I'd go to that one, and I'd be like, oh, this is good. But one time I did. I worked at Coca Cola. Right, I got a job finally at Coca Cola years later. So I worked at Taco Bell when I was probably 16 or 17, 16 to 17. And then I, I got hired at Coca-Cola when I was 23. So, and I worked in the area I lived for Coca-Cola. So I remember one time I was driving around my area for work and I'm like, ooh, let me go get Taco Bell. So I'm like, you know, it's been a while. I'm not going to know any of the staff. I'm not going to know any of the staff members here. So I go to my old Taco Bell through the drive-thru. And then I hear, I, this is how I'm greeted. Taco Bell, what you want? <laughs> and I'm like, in my head, oh, this place has gone downhill since I left. They don't have that, char- they don't have that char- charis- char- they don't have that charismatic man behind the mic anymore. So I roll up to the window. I tell the guy the order. I go there. And who is it who's helping me? It's Freddie. Not shitting you guys. It's Freddy. And he used to be skeletal skin. (laughs) Why can't I speak? He used to be skinny like a skeleton. Skeletal skinny. Could see his jawline. Uh, But that was back. He was like 17. Now he is 24. Seven years had passed. And he looks at me. Double take, right? And he's like, oh, shit, Drew. (laughs) And I'm like, what's up, dude? And he's and I was driving like a different car. I drove like a little beater when I was in high school. Now I had like a I had a 2011 Ford Mustang, brand new that I bought, silver. And he's like, "Oh damn, you upgraded your car." He's like, "Where are you working these days?" I said, "I work at Coca Cola." And he's like, "Oh shoot!" He's like, "Are y'all hiring?" And I'm like, "Dude, I'm not a I'm not a position of power at Coke. I just barely got in myself <laughs> in my head." But I'm like, "I don't think so, dude." But he was like, oh, man. And I'm like, oh, how, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, this is like one of my, my hustles, man, one of my side. He was trying to play it off like when you see like an Uber driver. They're like, yeah, I got some big things in the works. This is just like my third job, just for in- incremental income. They start saying that whole thing like, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a CEO. You're like, okay, dude. Like that movie Collateral with Jamie Foxx. He's like, I'm trying to create a limo company. He's just driving around doing taxis. Never pulled the trigger on his limo company, just telling people stories, making up shit. But he was like, yeah, I got some stuff in the works. Anytime somebody says they got something in the works and they're not actually doing it, they're not doing it. They just like talking to help them sleep at night. But hey, he was like, hey, he's like, yo, and I think he didn't know it was me. Gave me the food. Look, he saw me. I'm happy I had the food. I don't know what. And in my head also, I was like, what did I order? Did he... I hope he didn't help. I hope he didn't help. It was pretty slow. So I'm hoping the line cook made everything. But he's like, yo, like, you want a drink? And I said, no, I'm good. He's like, he take a drink. And in my head, I'm like, he's going to spit in it or something. And he gave me a big drink for free. And I'm like, why isn't he getting fired? <laughs> but he gave me this big drink and I knew better. I drove around the, the thing. I drove to the edge of the shopping center. as a trash can. I threw the drink away. I'm like, this dude spit in it or something. He probably saw me rolling up looking like a hot shot. 
and he was trying to like sabotage my food. But in my head, I'm like, this place is going downhill. What's happening? The food, I inspected it beforehand. It looked fine. And I ate it. And it was good. So I'm hoping the line cook made it. Never went back. Then they eventually just closed that location. They just closed it. I'm like, okay, good. I never have to worry about that place ever again. And I wonder what happened to Freddie. That guy lived hey, that guy lived in a place called Newhall. And it was like the, the bad part of town. There's literally train tracks there. You go south of the train tracks, you're in a bad part of town. But he'd be like, hey, let's go, let's go play, let's go play basketball in my neighborhood. And I'm like, no, thanks. <laughs> I'd always make something up. I'm like, bro, I gotta work, dog. He's like, no, let's play before work. I'm like, I'm not trying to get sweaty before work, dog. <laughs> I'd always make something never hung out with him once. And then one time I were I, I left, he were, I worked at Sports Chalet. After talking about worth the sports, like one time he came into the shoe department. He's like, yo, you going to hook it up with free shoes or what? I'm like, who do you think I am? I can't even get you any. I don't even get a discount. I didn't get any discount on shoes. I got zero discounts on shoes and sports. Like people thought I got like 20% off. No, I got no discount. And another weird thing about sports LA, since I'm talking about previous work experience, that's going to go on my resume with my volunteer work that I'm doing for this podcast. <laughs> Yo, when I worked at Sports Chalet, I worked in the shoe department. And when I started working there, one of the managers was like, hey, you could wear shoes throughout your whole shift. You could wear shoes to see if you like it, if you like them or not. I was like, this is pretty sick. I get to wear shoes. And we had some pretty, we had like the Kobe's, we had LeBron's, we had like the Nike Shocks. We had some really good shoe selections. We had great options. So after like a few months, after I got like comfortable in the role, I started like, I'm like, okay, I got to work Sunday morning from 11 a.m. until 3. I'm going to wear like LeBron's this day. It's going to be cool. So I would just start wearing different shoes through different shifts. And I probably did it five different times until one shift I went in. It was a closing shift, and I it was a Saturday night, and I had to open the next day, and we closed early. We closed like at like eight or nine, so I had to close, and when I had to open, help open the next day, which was happened a lot, right? So I was there Saturday night, and I was there from like five to nine, and I go back there, and I put on the Lebrons, whatever year it was. It was like it was like these dope Lebrons are all black, had the leather strap, red on the bottom, comfortable. I'd wear them. The, I wore them the whole shift. Put my dinky pair of shoes in the LeBron James box. Right? So I'm wearing them, wearing them. We close up. I walk. We walk out. I get to my car. I realize I have the LeBrons on still. <laughs> and I'm thinking, uh-oh, what do I do in this situation? And I was like, what do I, what, is this going to look like I'm stealing? I'm going to get fired. What am I going to do? So I go back the next day and I don't wear LeBron's. My plan is to like, because I didn't want anybody to find out. And I didn't know if they would. And if anybody like started getting suspicious, I'd somehow sneak the LeBron's back in. But I next day wore a different pair of shoes and I went to work the next day and never never to this day went to the old shoe box 
I don't know if anybody found them or not. I never got, nobody ever suspected anything. And I don't know what happened when they pulled out that box of LeBrons and there's a different pair of shoes in there. Nobody ever said anything to me. And those, I kept those LeBrons (laughs) out of straight fear that I would be fired if somebody found out I walked out with them. So it was almost like, do I admit that I did that and risk being fired or just hide the fact and then also hope I never get fired? And like looking back on it, they could have checked the tapes or something. I knew for a fact that like they always had tape issues and they never changed the tape. So I was like, maybe I'm going to skate in that. That ended up fine because like I only worked there for a little bit and then I worked at Blockbuster. I only worked at Sports League. They hired a new manager, cut my cut everybody's hours. I was working like eight hours a week. I'm like, I'm going to Blockbuster now for a full time. Screw this. Nobody ever said anything about the missing pair of LeBrons. Those were $160 shoes. And I wore them for years after. I still kind of feel bad about it. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. I guess it's not a good idea to allow your employees to wear the shoes. And I didn't mean to steal them. I really didn't. (laughs) It's just the wild things we get into, man. The wild things. It's crazy. Easily the best pair of shoes I've ever owned. (laughs) <laughs> I played I played so much basketball in those shoes and I had so much respect on the courts with those bad boys on. People be looking at me, they're like, damn, this guy sucks at basketball, but he got the new LeBrons? Damn color coordinated? God dang. <laughs> I was I was like revered on the courts with those bad boys. Oh, funny times, guys. But uh man, we're on episode 24. 24 divided by four weeks in a month. We're basically at six months, guys. Half a year. Semi-annual, baby. It's like the semi-annual sale. I'm like, semi, is that two? They always have like the tri-annual sale from J. Crew. <laughs> I'm like, okay, tri is three. It's three times a year. Every four months they have a sale. Very cool. Very cool. I remember working at Coke. I had no idea what like Q1 through Q4 meant until working at Coca-Cola. People were like, hey, Q1 through Q2 were awesome. But Q3 and Q4, we're down a little bit, guys. I need you to sell a little bit more of that Coca-Cola syrup. And I really need you to activate some more vitamin water placements, guys. (laughs) Vitamin water is really good. You got to just... You got to just tell people that it's good and they're going to buy more of it. Okay? Yo, working at Coca-Cola, this is a side note. I'm thinking about it. Working at Coca-Cola, I had like all the fraudulent salespeople working for that company. All the fraudulent salespeople. Because you don't need to be good at sales. You don't need to be good at sales or skilled in any way to work at Coca-Cola. Everybody there, it's like, oh, like you go into a sales call, they're like, it's Coca-Cola. We're number one. Who drinks Pepsi? Like, that's not a good sales pitch. I remember we were trying to get this car wash because believe it or not, car washes are great business for for Coca-Cola. They have like the like 18, they have like five huge like single door coolers loaded up because you know you're waiting for your car wash. It's usually a beautiful summer day. It's hot out. You're going to want to get some hydration. So I always crushed at car washes. Anyways, we were tr- I was in a meeting with my old boss. One of my old bosses. Not going to name drop. 
but we are in a meeting and we're trying to switch this account that was all Pepsi, all Gatorade, Aquafina, Pepsi products. Switch them all out for Coca-Cola. So we're in the meeting and I'm expecting my boss to just lead with just fire and just this very compelling sales pitch. And he says, well, everybody likes Coca-Cola. <laughs> you have to be a dummy to like Pepsi more than Coca-Cola. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, mouth shut, looking at him like, bro, you're going to lead with the pitch that Coca-Cola is better than Pepsi-Cola. That's your the, the owner looked at us like we're crazy because Pepsi was paying this guy all this money. They paid him like $10,000 and we came in with like Coke's better than Pepsi. That's why nowadays I'm seeing Coca-Cola losing. They used to have Staples Center. Now it's all, or they used to have Crypto.com Arena. Now it's all Pepsi. They used to have freaking, they could have had SoFi Stadium. It's all Pepsi. All these big accounts that used to be Coke accounts are all Pepsi now. And I'm sitting back there like, Coke's messing up. Coke is really messing up. But we're on like what? We're on episode 24, man. I can't I can't get that through my head, man. You guys are just like keeping me afloat mentally. But I'm hoping the podcast is getting better. Um I think I I put a lot of work into it, a lot of thought at least. I try to have things that are funny and unique that I don't really hear on other podcasts. Um, cause let's be real. Every time I hear a podcast, it's a conversation about these people's lives. That's not really funny. They'll be like, Oh, Christmas. What are you doing for Christmas? I'm with the kids. I'm with the kids. We're going to go see Santa. I'm thinking about, I don't care about your life enough. I want to hear if your life, if you're talking about a story about your life and then you go on a tangent about other funny stuff, then I'm in, but it's like, you're a comedian. Prove it. <laughs> And then they get mad. They get on these podcasts I listen to basically every single one. 90% of the podcasts I listen to, they're like, anybody can have a podcast. All these people, all these people trying to make a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, because you suck. And it's like the same guy he has like four different podcasts. He's like, I'm just in the studio for the next five hours doing podcasts. Giving people the content they crave. I'm the only real one out there. I, there's a lot of real ones. I'm not going to claim that. But I'm real, baby. I'm not a celebrity. Celebrity. Remember, like, people say, I'm a celebrity. People don't celebrate me. Not even my own family. They're like, oh, is your birthday? Hey, cool. How was it? And I'm like, it was good, I guess. They're like, ah. Uh. He made it another year. Congratulations. He must be so proud. I'm like, yeah, thanks, Dad. <laughs> no, it's not that bad, that bad. They they text me. They don't they don't they don't insult me, but my parents will text me, dude. Well, my dad'll text me. I think, yeah, my dad texts me. My stepmom, no, I haven't heard from her since pre pre COVID. I haven't heard from her since the <laughs> It's like what what happened in twenty seventeen? I haven't heard from her since then. <laughs> family's funny man like if i had a family i'd do anything in my power to keep them all together man 
anything as a man in, in a family i feel like it's just your responsibility even as a mother it's your responsibility to keep everybody loving each other and intact and be a mediator for fights and just be a beacon of support but you know not all of us are blessed so when you're like hanging out with family this christmas just even be happy that like oh i'm hanging out with my in-laws great i'm hanging out with my mom great like because that won't be me <laughs> I'm hoping to see my mom, actually. I'm hoping to see my mom. I'm looking forward to that. Um, And my Merry Christmas with an exclamation mark text from my dad. That'll be great. I can't wait for that. Cannot wait for that. (laughs) But I hope you guys are doing well. I really do. Um, This podcast is is awesome. I love it. Um, It's volunteer um, skills. You know, I'm learning a lot about myself. And a lot about, um, I'm learning really quickly and I'm not a good singer. <laughs> but it's fun. I listened to my first ever podcast, Sixth Grade is Weird. Sixth Grade was weird. And it sounded so bad. I'm like, what did I use to record? I used my old iPhone to record that. I literally woke up on a Sunday and I was like kind of bored. It was like before, actually, wasn't even football season. I remember just sitting on my couch and I was just thinking about sixth grade for some reason. I just started talking. I had no rhythm, no rhythm to the podcast, nothing. And it sounded like I was in a tunnel. I'm like, hey, guys, welcome to the podcast. People liked it. That's still the most listened episode, of course, right? Because you're like, I'm going to start with that podcast. I'm going to start with that episode, episode one. And I liked it. I think the stories were good. But um, now we got a little bit, you know, we were getting hijacked by freaking ai we got some music we got some stuff we got some comedy we got some stuff this is the ice pod baby and one day we're gonna have merch 2024 is gonna go crazy for us i already have listeners in austria <laughs> keep the countries coming i posted on my social media we have we're in the united states 98 percent. that means i got like over 200 listeners in the united states Mexico, it says 1%. That means I got like three people in Mexico listening to my podcast. And then Austria, less than 1%. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. That means I got one listener in Austria. Watch, it's just like uh, it's like one of my cousins in Austria visiting. I'm like, oh, man, I thought you were, I thought you were international. Watch, it starts growing, that number in Austria. I get one fan named like Bjorn. He has one fan. He tells his whole friend, family friend base. I'm big in Austria. I go on tour only in Austria. That would be wild. Watch. It's like 99% Austria, like in the next week. 1% United States. Less than 1% Mexico. <laughs> that would be insane, dude. I'd, I'd be all about that, dude. I'd, I'd be it. I'd take that. I'd be, an, I'd be a star in Austria, dude. I'll be like I'll be like Bradley Cooper. Let me get a good look at you. I'll be like, hey, I'm so cute. <laughs> I'm feeling so cute right now because Bradley Cooper made me turn around and give him another look on my way in, and he's he's ruggedly good looking, especially when he wears like pilot glasses, like just normal glasses, like kind of big, oversized. But he looks. He looks so good. It makes me want to be an Eagles fan because guess what? If, like, the Chiefs have T-Swifty, then as an Eagles fan, we have Bradley. And we have Miles Teller. Two hunks. (laughs) 
they always show Bradley Cooper at, at those Eagles games, right? Him and Kevin Hart. They're like Mr. They're like they're like the Philadelphia personified. Now they have Miles Teller. Now that he's big, he shows his face. Like, yeah, I'm a fan, been a fan of my whole life. I'm from Philly. <laughs> but uh yeah, we're we're hey, we're running dry on material. I'm approaching that hour, I think. I don't know. I've just been I've just been talking, man. You know me, guys. I just talk. What what movies uh what movies are out? What shows are out? Um uh, I wanna see Napoleon. I do I still have not seen Napoleon, and I'm very upset about that. I desperately want to see Napoleon. Gosh, I want to watch that movie. Just get frustrated. Jeez, I want to watch that movie. I heard it wasn't as good as like people hoped, but I know I'm gonna love it. Cause if like Walking Phoenix is like fight i'm like i'm down i love walking Phoenix. joker people are like i love superhero movies i don't anymore they're stupid <laughs> i'll say it they're dumb all the marvel movies have gone to trash but joker and oh guess what guess what all dc movies dc movies have always sucked they didn't make a single good one the only decent one was the new batman with Robert Pattinson, aka Edward from Twilight. That's it. All the other movies they make, all the Aquaman's, horrible. And I don't know if they're like second tier, like special effect, like CGI people, but why do they make everything look so fake? Everything look look like like the physics of the CGI they're using doesn't look real. Whereas you watch Marvel, like at least they like make Thanos look pretty real and like the world, like the, the planet exploding looks real. But like when you watch DC movies, I'm like, oh, that's obviously fake. <laughs> but the only good superhero movie, hero movie was Joker. And it wasn't even a superhero movie, but that is the best one because finally DC said, okay, we're going to have an actual crazy story behind this and we're going to have like one of the best actors of our generation play it. And I'm like, finally, right? <laughs> finally. Like, imagine you get Leonardo DiCaprio in a Marvel movie where he's like, hey, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, I'm watching that. But they can never pull that star power. They, the best they can do is like Paul Rudd. And that's great. But he's like, I'm Paul Rudd. I'm, people don't really take me seriously. And I'm kind of a goofy superhero. I'm going to make some comedic, like, jests throughout this movie. People are watching it more for the comedy. How are you doing, Paul Rudd? Hey. By the way, I met Paul Rudd back in the day at the Sausage Party premiere. I got tickets for that back in the day. Met Paul Rudd, the nicest guy in the world. Oh, my gosh. I got a picture with him. Love that dude. Love that dude. Nicest guy. He's he's walked away from the carpet, walked right over to me, chatted with me. He was like, hey, enjoy the movie. How you guys doing? Pictures, high-fiving him. Like, damn, this guy's the nicest guy. But, hey, guys, we're at that time. I'm sorry. I only have an hour. My life is extremely busy. <laughs> I've got I've to end this podcast to make, to think and experience more content for next week. Okay. And I also want to say before I go, episode 24, 24 is an important number to me. It was the second number that Kobe Bryant wore in his career. He started number eight, half his career passed, went to number 24, the all-time GOAT, my ultimate role model. 
He, I think about him basically every day. He inspires me and inspires millions of other people. And listen, I love, I love him, and I just, I prayers up for his family and everybody. But um, you will always in my heart, Kobe. And I, I couldn't end this episode without saying that. So, um, with that being said, I appreciate all of you guys. You guys are amazing. I hope to see you guys next week, unless the toast, my toaster oven catches on fire, and um, my whole house is set ablaze. Um, hopefully, that does not happen. Um, but I will be back next week with episode twenty-five, titled TBD, maybe a little Christmas themed. But you guys are amazing. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Seriously, do it. We're on episode 25. I have all the content. You, hey, go back to episode number 11 to talk about motivation. I've got everything covered. I've got a full catalog of episodes. And I haven't missed a week. I'm consistent, baby. So thank you guys. And this has been another episode of the Ice Pod Independent Comedy Experiment. And we have survived yet another week of this experiment we call life. Take care, guys. I love you. I love you. Me looking in your eyes. I love you. <laughs>